inspirational now. You know, I want our shows to, I, I want our show to be, and, and I think the first two shows were for fun, because Jenna's not young, young, young. She's younger than us. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband are younger than us, but it, it's seeing someone do something at a certain age where people sometimes feel like they don't want to do anything, you know? And I admire the, the women and men that go to the gym here and stuff, and they're like in their late 70s, early 80s, or 90s. But I, I admire that. But I'm talking about something different, something that is not, something that's inspirational as opposed to uh, personal. You know what I mean? We can all do stuff that that's personal. Let's want, go work out. Let's go whatever. You, what but, you're saying is you want to service others, help others. Yes. You want to be able to know that you have that's still in you that you still want to be able like like you know like what Les Brown was talking about because mm-hmm. I love listening to him every I, do, I like hearing his voice <laughs> I just love him um because he's so inspirational he's my motivator so hold up a second can I get, uh, elaborate on that for one second because something just came to my mind why do you like Les Brown so much and I'm gonna tell you why I like him why do you like Les Brown? Because of his story because of of who he is and how people thought he was you know, we, you know, how you gonna treat a child like that? You know, and then, and then <clears throat> something about what he said that really, really grabbed my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's about developing your mind, how the way you think you be, you know, you become, you become. You know? So, so if you start thinking, for example, I want to be a famous actress. Mm-hmm. I want to be well, just an someone actress, known. You know? <laughs> but if I keep yeah. saying, uh-huh. I want to be a famous actress, I want to mm-hmm. be famous. I want to be known for uh, a supportive actress or someone who really wants to express herself. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? I like what he says. You got to keep going. You got to keep trying. You got to keep moving. You got to, no matter how many times you fail, it's okay. And, then, and the same thing with Denzel Washington, his story. Mm-hmm. So those are stories that I love listening to. But what it, uh, to me, he he's not like uh, Nightingale. Nightingale, if you listen to him, he's really. I listen to him. I like time. I like hearing him. You know, if you can, you can, He's a pleasant, very pleasant voice. But oh my God, but I love his voice. but Les Brown makes things funny. Yeah. He keeps it light, but he's serious about what he's saying. And what happens? You capture an audience, right? If you're always serious and whatnot, you know, always talking like this, you lose a lot of people. Yeah, it gets boring. But you when Les Brown talks, attention. when Les Brown talks, Les Brown stops cracking up at his own shit. Because the stuff <laughs> that he says is so real. You it's know, so he, he's talking about eating sugar cane. I know what eating sugar cane is, right? Because my family's from the South, and plus, I've, I've How much only dated Puerto Rican people. And, and sugar cane is good it's better than candy you know mm-hmm. when you eat it mm-hmm. but it also raised your sugar level but That's I didn't know because I was young and it didn't give a damn yeah, well. right but but the way he was talking about it and and how he threw it in he said that, uh, what's the name's father gave him tw- two, 22 million mm-hmm. my mother gave us two pieces of sugar cane mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and, and then you grab it. and this is what I want the show to do I want to grab people and have them look at the show and say, wow, that was inspiring. When that half hour is done, they say, wow, wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't think I want to be interviewed. I just want to, I just like directing and bossing people around. We're talking one show. You can do that for the other eight. <laughs> you can boss people around for the next couple of shows. 
I don't mean it like that. You know what I mean. But anyway. But I think it's inspirational to see somebody that's 53 years old and is on a mission. Well, I say that again, 51? 53. <laughs> I said it quick so nobody here. Um, I, I don't think, care. I think I love that my age. I do too. Um, I, I, I wish that I, I had the mentality that I have now. I love gray now. hair too for some reason. I love the fact that the mentality that I have now, I wish I had it when I was younger. But mm-hmm. then, you know what? I don't regret it because I'm just so grateful and I thank you, God, Jehovah, that I'm able to still be happy. You know, just do what I need to do. And there's certain times that I am like, I, you know, you can't even talk to me because my mind is like, it's working. It, it's, it's really, oof, my mind is like, yo, why am I this way? at this time at this age and why am I doing this I don't want to do this <laughs> I'm gonna just my life was always basically about just raising kids mm-hmm. you know just raising my children mm-hmm. and that's all I knew when I was young mm-hmm. that's all I knew to do and I and I always and I always wanted to make sure that my kids were well protected right you know that that mm-hmm. was my that's all I wanted to do you right know? And, and take care of my family and try to do the best that I can you know but then something, you know, something and someone want to distort your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what happened to me. And so I say, hell no. You know what? Whatever. You know. And your I'll, story I'll, I'll is, your it. story, and the thing is, if you get your story out there, and your story is not unique. No. Your story is probably the average person's story. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of women, I think, probably over half of women live their lives that way yeah but there's so many I think that before th- especially women your age and older mm-hmm. it was about raising children mm-hmm. back then when I was being, being raised being a wife even your age I'm talking about women that were born in the 60s yeah definitely raising children my mother's one of them working mm-hmm. right working raising children being a wife and having security in the fact that you have a job mm-hmm. you know and it's true with men my age too is that just having a job and having job security I've been fortunate (laughs) Max cut it out sit down sit down I think I was fortunate enough to have people around me Especially on Annie and, and, and Yeah, but you have creative. Daddy. You have creative. Your, your, your aunt was creative. Yeah, she was. And, and she taught you and she... Mom had a talent because mom could sing. And I'd hear mom singing and stuff like that. And and you see, my and dad was carefree, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why I think I got that part about living now, 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 today. And I got that regimented going to work, do everything from my aunt and my mother, mm-hmm. you know, but I always kept that free spirit in my heart from my dad, mm-hmm. that, hey, dude, you better enjoy, you better enjoy, because he used to say that to my mother all the time, because my mother was serious, mm-hmm. my mother was like, hey, we got to get this done, yeah. we can't let this happen that's no why more. it's so, like, right now, mm-hmm. I, I think I don't see it a lot, uh, but I think, and I don't even hear a lot of people talking about it either. About how, um, because you know, right now we're living in a, in a in a world where all the celebrities are being praised, and a lot of people just keep praising them, and it's okay, that's fine. But what about the majority of people like us? Mm-hmm. You know, we also have 
desires and dreams and we also have things that we need to achieve but it like like Les Brown was saying you you gotta you gotta do it you know you gotta be able to get up and say I'm gonna do something different you know and then have that courage and be challenged and not be afraid and then fall back and so I mean probably that's why many many years it was hard for me because I was too busy thinking about how I'm going to survive, how I'm going to survive. And to be honest with you, I'm a person that I can drive. I mean, like, really, I can deal with the, with the pressure. I can deal with the nonsense. I can deal with, you know, whatever it is that's coming towards me because I'm able to say to myself, well, you know what? I'm going to do what I got to do to take care of my kids. And then I have to make sure that I have a roof above my head to take care of my the, the kids when, back then when I was single parent. But... It's weird now because I see my children growing, all five of them, Mm -hmm. and all four of our grandchildren, Mm -hmm. where I'm looking at them and I'm saying, you know, I want to keep them all together, you know, and and there's too many of us parents who live back in the 60s and 70s who are still having those same traits, like, well, you know, I'm older now, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do nothing else, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and. I feel that I should be able, I want to be able to, if I can do it, anybody can do it too. Like you're 55, whatever, and, or 60, and you can still, (laughs) you can still become a good artist. You can still become a good singer. You can still, you can still act, you know, you can still work on, you know, doing things that you've never done in your life. And, and be able to say, wow, this feels good, you know. And mm-hmm. then you start learning, saying to yourself, wow, I could do this, you mm-hmm. know. And that's where I'm at, where I feel like, you know what, this looks good. And, you know, and then all the negativity that, that, that's being thrown on us. Because some of us, grandmas, we have children, yeah, they say, oh, mom, you know, stop. You know, sit down, relax, just, you know, enjoy your life, watch TV. You but know? that's where we're fortunate. Our kids don't tell us that. They, no. they ignore us. Yeah, but that's even worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. I think that's the best because they're not putting none of them, the five, our five children, None of them put demands Isn't on Isn't it weird how well, they you all should, got you, talent? Yeah, you should be doing <laughs> this or you should be doing that. That's something that nobody's doing. And, and, and I but think they're watching that's be- us. Of course. But I think that's because of the way we raise our children. Yeah. We raise them not to look at us and, you know, they depend on us, but not as much as before. Right. And the thing is, with, with, with us and with other people, right... If you can find an inspiration in your life, I was as as hard as my upbringing was. I was so lucky to have people in my life that was inspirational to me. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't have much money. I'm talking about it wasn't inspirational as far as well. Wow, look, you know, I'm I'm my uncle has whatever millions of dollars because that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. But I had people that had vision. My mother had vision. My father, my aunt. Those three people were the biggest influences in my life. And and like I was saying yesterday, they just wanted us to be the best at what we can do, but be better than them. Mm-hmm. You know, do not be better than them. But yeah, but be better. You know, Dad used to wanna, always tell me be a better what man I, than I am. Right, and that's what I and that's as a parent, 
You know, that's what you want to tell your, your child. But that scares the shit out of a child, especially when you idolize your but, dad or your mom. No, you don't want to idolize your dad and your mom. You don't want to do that. What you want to do is just make sure that they're doing good, you know, mm-hmm. and make sure that they're kind to one another. Right. And that they respect, you know, respect their elders. Mm-hmm. And, um... And also, whatever family, whatever family issues come across, you know, yes, yeah, stand up for one another, love each other, support each other, and argue know? with one another when yeah. you have and to. And there's nothing wrong with that. But unfortunately, there's people who, who you know. But anyway, that, I'm not even gonna go there. Can I tell you something real quick? Cut you off real quick. Funny thing that, that Nate told me. He said that you and I. He said. Uh-huh. I'm recording you, honey. That's fine. <laughs> Nate said that you and I, uh-huh. right, have to bear the burden. Right mm-hmm. of the fact that the, the those children, our children, mm-hmm. because of the other parent, we have to bear. Listen, listen. You be, you better listen to it. Listen to what I'm saying. Because of the other parent, mm-hmm. right in both situations, mm-hmm. we bear the blunt of them coming to us. But you know why? We, the responsibility. Listen, he said the responsibility that you guys have, that you and mom have, right, is more than the other parent ever have to deal with because you guys were always there for us. Yeah, but... Right? And that's never going to change. I know. Because we always were the go-to parent. Yes. When shit scraped knees, busted heads, wrong, something happened in school... They didn't go to the other parent. They came to us. I know. I used to bust these kids' ass. Of course. I but to, I used they to knew they could come to you. And I, I was actually, I would actually sit, I surprise them and sit in their class. Which was annoying. And I don't know no, why they still annoying. love you for doing that. It was embarrassing to them. And then when the teacher would ask a question, I would raise my hand. And I had that whole classroom cracking the hell up because Brandon had to answer it. No, okay. it was Adam. It was Adam, yeah, in high school. <laughs> That's wrong. I mean, that because is so apparent, wrong. No, first and foremost, I was different because the way the way my parents raised me, I said, "Oh heck no, I'm not. I don't want to raise my kids like right. that." So I had to push myself. I had to teach myself because I had to start at a young age. Do you think you overcompensated because of what your parents, how your parents wasn't really? The greatest, and you you, you kind of overcompensate because so you say I'm not gonna be like this. I'm gonna be a good parent. No, of course. I mean, yeah, I, I gotta admit, I think I, yeah, I think so. But um, again, when it comes to the to the Latinos, and I'm not talking about the blacks, I'm not talking about the whites, because it's it's so sad how people are now talking about racism, and it's sad. We're we're in 2020, but anyway. Um, that's another story. But I'm gonna only talk about some of us, and I'm gonna talk mm. about me. Latinos, okay, from what I see, God, you know, the worst enemy you can have is your own to bring you down. That's 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 true with that all is, of us, yeah. Though, but but no, Latino. no, I'm not talking about anybody else, I'm just talking about me, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about the um, some of the Latinos, they do that, and it's sad because see, we should be able to come together and to communicate and mm-hmm. be able to either you're a single parent or you know, your single father, single mom, you, you should be able to co you know, co-parent and be able of it takes a very mature mind to try to work with that, but mm-hmm. and it's sad that some of the people won't meet you halfway. And that's why the the good parent 
is more responsible than the other parent what, what who only want to have fun or a parent, another parent who don't want to take the responsibility. But it's okay and it's fine. But again, it's sad because we see too much of that. But it's such a burden it on that parent. It takes a village to Of course. But it's such a burden on that parent. Well, you know Where what? everything is basically, I'm talking about every single thing, to the biggest, to the smallest, lies with that parent, that one parent. And, well, you know, Sally, to say, the most important thing is you want to help your children. Okay, I always, I always, oh my God, I knew in my heart that there was something that was going to happen because I saw it. And I saw it many years ago, even before the babies were born. Mm-hmm. And I said, what kind of relationship is this man going to have with his sons? You know, because of the things that I've been through when I was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, we have to be careful. You know, we have to be careful how we talk to them. We have to be careful how we we raise them. And so what, what do the kids do? You know, of course, they're going to lean to the one, some of them. They will lean to the one that's fun, the one that ain't listening. They're going to they're gonna run away with that why? parent, you know. And then but when why? they become older, like it happened with my older son, he comes back home saying, Mom... You're right. But why though? You know? Because as a child, you realize that you always want your parents' attention, yeah. right? And if one is basically all is giving is 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 uh, what's the word for uh, if one is nurturing, mm-hmm. right? Being a man or a woman, because there's a misconception that a man can't be nurturing, and I'm a limited example, a living example of the fact that a man can Did you be say nurturing. Limited example? Yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> Right, I'm a living example of, of being a nurturing parent, but when the other parent isn't, right, there is a, and I'm telling you, I saw it. Everybody's in my, different. I, but I saw it with my father too, right? I saw my father always try to get his mother's attention, and she just wasn't a motherly person. Well, this, right? decided to say there's so many kids out there and adults that probably still don't have that love from their parents. But watch a child chase the parent that's not nurturing. Because... Watch them chase him or her. Watch him chase her to get attention, right? And watch, and watch if they don't get it, they come back and you still, as the nurturing parent, you have to deal with that. And and let me tell you something. And you know me, I never talk about fair, unfair, because there's nothing. It's just life, right? But if there was ever anything that was unfair, that's unfair. Because, again, the expectation put upon me and you as nurturing parents, right? The burden to this day. There's an expectation yeah, for but, us. Because, right look, even with, and I'm going to tell you, give you a perfect example. They have me have a lot of yeah. Give you a perfect example, though. Right. There was a time when Adam said, you need to come see Allie. Mm-hmm. Nate said, I need to come see, see uh, Summer. Mm-hmm. Right. I got something to say about that. Right. Now, check this out. Right. Mm-hmm. They would never have done that with the other parent. Never. They would say, I'll bring them to you. Mm-hmm. I'll bring them to you. But because the expert, you love me. And, and now I understand it. I can't get mad at it. I want the love. And, and I'm going to tell you why. They're looking at it. You love me so much. I want my kid to have the same love from you that you gave to me. Okay. okay. Right. So I'm putting that onus on you. Yeah. As as that parent who loved me to. But death. you have to also right? remember 
But do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? I understand yes. what you're so saying. So how can you get mad at that other than saying I can't make it? Yeah, but you gotta, <laughs> but, but you gotta understand something. Like I, I think I mentioned this before my my podcast. We already did our job. We raised our kids. 100%. We did our job. Mm-hmm. Now did we did we tell them? All right, all right. You know what? Go have a baby. No, no. They did that on their own. Yes. That's their responsibility. Just like we own ours. Mm-hmm. Now they gotta. Now let's let's you know. Come on, I know Nate got three little girls, and then I have. Um, yeah, three. Yeah. And then I have. Um, Ali Adam Ali. has my little little South Patch here. So here we go. My name is Ali. Here we go. <laughs> so here we go. So now, you know, I truly believe that I already did my job. Now I'm going to pursue something that I want to do. And no one's telling you not to. They're not no, saying don't let, do no, it. But let me finish. I'm sorry. So as a grandmother. As a grandmother, you you want to be able to do something for your children. And this is why mm-hmm. I do what I need to do, and and this is why I want to continue doing until you know until we we're old and gray and we're sitting somewhere in the beach um, enjoying a little wine in the blue lagoon somewhere out there. In a blue so, lagoon. Okay. So anyway, the point is this: when you already done your job, and you know, and and you're working on something, um, something major, like this is crazy that what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like completely, it's like it's it's pulling me somewhere that I don't want to go. But you know what? It's pulling me there, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. go for it. I'm gonna roll with it. So with all these responsibilities that I have right now, and it's amazing. Within a couple of months, look, it's like okay, this is weird, but it's happening, and I and I think that God is helping me and I know that he is mm-hmm. and I do things to to be able not to inspire my own family but to inspire others right. so here I have this big big responsibility okay working for television which I'm not gonna have any time for anybody so mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to sacrifice my time with my family because I'm trying to do something for everyone and I just hope and pray that that they can all understand that mm-hmm. here it's kind of weird because I'm doing this and I'm a grandma and I do want to spend my time with my with the little ones but unfortunately there's times that I can't do it now they're young our children are young our mm-hmm. young adults are 32 29 27 or 26 and the youngest one would think he, he's a 50 year old so they have to find their way Okay, also to meet us halfway to come see us. Your youngest one is Megan, by the way. She's the youngest. Brandon is how old? Jesus. He's 23. She's okay. 22. And she's 22. So, you know, well, we don't, why are you talking about Megan? Megan's she's living with us. So I'm talking about. You said the youngest one. Okay, so I'm thinking about. Don't throw me off. I'm thinking about I'm those who can travel, mm-hmm. who got nice cars, mm-hmm. and come up all the way north. Okay, to see us because we're not eight. Let me remind you, we're not, not what? we're not sixteen hours away. Mm-mm. We just moved back north and we're here. I don't want to hear no more complaining. It's only an hour to get to us. What's the big deal? Why does it? I mean, personally, but let's stay, n- let's n- stay on but, the but I'm just saying, yeah. Then you're 100 percent right, we but it doesn't bother able. me when they say. But so. honey, I'm not you. But like, I'm not you. No, I'm just telling you. Nate lives right here in Connecticut. Nate can come over here. I like. But the point is, like you were saying, that we're in a we're in an age right now, and I want to be. I want to be able to inspire. That's why I love this TV show, where we can have 
um not the young ones because I love the young kids but le- you know what let's let's work with the with the older ones you know mm-hmm. let me you know open up a path for them so that they can also see something and they can do something for themselves and this is why I love doing this because I want to be able to show people that no matter what age you're in you can always pursue your passion and if you don't if you still don't know your passion and, and if you still don't know what you want because see there's something that I've learned God have put a gift and talent in each and every one of us and he put it right in us it's not far we just got to discover it you know we have to be able to find it so I think that if I'm able to do this and I want to do it more and I want to grow, you know, if God willing, if, if I'm able to, you know, I just want to be able to to show people, you know what, it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, you and can that's still why do I want to do this. You get out the kitchen and, and do something cool. else. So Become a, a, a famous chef. A chef, exactly. <laughs> Yo, Amy Schmidt, you like to cook? Because there's so many. Yeah. You like to cook? I love uh, No, not you. Stop making it about you. Why not? Because I don't feel like it. Talk about you. I'm talking about anybody. Anybody, anybody who loves to cook, why can't they be a chef? Yeah, you know how many beautiful Latinas there was. This why has it got to be Latinas? Okay, I'm talking I'm about sorry. any human when being I, on the earth. I don't care if you're from the island. Anybody, or anybody that come on, we see all these beautiful chefs on TV. You know, I love, you know, I love, um, I, you know, um, something there's, there's this one TV show that I don't like, Hell's Kitchen. Why are you yelling? It's like, I don't like... It's a show. I He's not care. really... He tells people, I'm going to be yelling, I'm going to say some stupid stuff, oh. and they get paid for it. Anyway, that's why I want to do the show. I want to do the show. I need some coffee. And I need you to be the guest. But do you... To get what you just said, all that, what you just guest. said. I, just I don't care, but I, there's two reasons I want to do it. I First of all, I want to get the third show done. I love done. the control room. I know. I want to get the show done. I want to get the three done so we can start putting it on the air. Right, and I want it to be you because it's it's an easy interview, mm-hmm. right? It's an easy interview, quick thirty minutes. It'll go by. Look, twenty five minutes already went by. We can do a quick twenty five minutes and get our show aired. And plus, I think the subject matter on this is very important for us. What's the name? Of, what's the subject? What's the subject matter is 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 being being productive and chasing your dreams at an older age. At, at in, at any age, not Write it older. Down. I don't want Write it. Down. But but we're talking about fifteen over. Dreams. Right? The, the, I spelled that wrong. At did any you, did you write cream? Age. Dreams. <laughs> I spelled it wrong. At any age. And that's the theme of the show. Dreams at any age. And whatnot. And there's no reason why dreams should be deferred because you are in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you should be able to do this what you want to do. That's the salsa She's 80. I've seen God, her. how old is she now? That was a video that I saw. I've seen her. Back and in God 2013. That lady could, ooh, she yeah. could fly up. Because it's just something she wants to do. Exactly. And, yeah. and that's fine. Well, I don't mean, you want to learn how to dance salsa? I, I learned, I'll learn how to dance. Is that something that I really have my mind on? No, <laughs> not really. But yeah, you can teach me. But you're, in, you're an evil teacher. <laughs> uh, I see how you are with the other students and you treat me a little bit ha- harsher than that. Be- you know what? I'm not evil with you. No. You're mean. <laughs> when 
we're you're trying to teach me and it's like oh no what did i tell you you step back with anybody else no 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 listen listen to the beat you want to go one two three you know what five, no six, that's seven. not true anyway this is our podcast and i hope and pray that someone can relate to this conversation is there anything you want to say honey uh, tune into the show, please. It is channel 192, if you're in the area. Of? West, <laughs> Southwest uh, Connecticut. No, Western Connecticut. Western Connecticut. Public, Public Access Bro- Community broadcast. TV. Yeah, so be watching for our show. What is it? Spoken. Voices. Thank you. <laughs> Later! <laughs> <laughs>